Exceptional. Extraordinary. Phenomenal. Outstanding. It's the K105 High Five of the Day. Presented by Indiana Tech. Today goes out to eight Indiana companies that came together to help an 80-year-old grandmother get her swimming pool fixed. Kitty Smith used her life savings to finally buy a house, one that included an in-ground swimming pool that she and her grandkids used all the time during the pandemic. Well, this past February, she noticed that it was caving in. Now, her insurance company was not going to be able to cover the cost, and she didn't have the money to do it either. Well, that's where the eight uh, eight companies came together to help, led by automatic pool covers in Westfield, Indiana. They volunteered time, labor, and materials to get the job done collectively, and Fort Wayne's own Alpha Pool Products donated the steel walls, so everybody came together to help out Kitty, and that is today's K105 High Five of the Day. Uh, You may have heard Kelsey Ballerini just recently decided to go natural and go back to her original brunette hair color, maybe just for the winter, but, you know, you've seen her blonde. Most of the time you've seen Kelsey perform or whatever, but now she's a brunette. So tell me about the time that a hairstyle changed for you went horribly wrong. Kelsey's did not. Now, CJ, you were working at a high school when your hair took a turn for the worse, I guess you could say, and what went down? I had bleached my hair, and so it wasn't that looked bad, but all the kids uh, at school, all, all my students would call me uh, Jonah Hill from 21 Jump Street when he bleached his hair when they called him not-so-slim-shady. <laughs> so I, I thought it was funny, honestly, because a lot of people say I sound and uh, look like Jonah Hill a little bit. So I, I kind of took it as a compliment, but it got old fast. <laughs> yeah, so how long did it take you to change your hair? After about a month, the kids... You know, it was whatever, and I had never bleached or done anything weird with my hair, and I thought, you know, why the heck not? What happened on your end, Catherine? Did uh, Is it something that you'll always remember? What was it? I am someone who normally has natural, like, blondish kind of ash blonde hair, okay. and I went to get my hair done. I wanted to do red, and I did a balayage of, like, red from the roots down to, like, a blonde, like, almost a, a not quite beach blonde, but very blonde. It came out clown red, oh. and my dad called me Kool-Aid head <laughs> the entire time I've had it. <laughs> well, did you get any outside gigs as like a clown for a birthday party or anything? Or? <laughs> retweet, tweet, tweet, tweet. Here comes something you're going to want to retweet. So follow along and don't forget the hashtag. It's Twits on Twitter with Dan Austin. On K105. Ah, uh, yes. Every Tuesday, tweets from people that may be a little twisted. These are actual real tweets, not made up. Somebody tweeted this. All right, here we go. Let's begin with this. Well, I went to my first meeting this morning with my shirt on inside out. It's a polo shirt. Wouldn't even think that was possible, but I did it. Yeah, polo shirt, (laughs) hard to pull off. I mean, the collar, and yeah. All right, find out what flavor of ice cream your kids hate. And learn to love it. You'll thank me for this later. I promise. It's almost a logical tweet there. And finally, I pay for Netflix, Hulu, and Disney+. And all these damn kids want to watch is a cupcake decorating video on YouTube. If you know of a tweet that qualifies as a tweet on Twitter... Please let me know by tweeting me at Dan Austin K105. How you doing? It's Dan. We are talking Christmas music, but in one corner it's Michael Bublé, in the other corner it's Mariah Carey. 
Who is the real royalty of Christmas music? And you're going with Michael Bublé. How come? Oh, because he's just so gosh darn cute. <laughs> no, he's just, I think he's, he has an awesome talent. But I do like Mariah Carey's one song. Yeah. I'm not really a Mariah Carey fan, but I do love her Christmas song, and it gets me in the Christmas spirit. But hearing Michael's voice really gets me in the Christmas spirit. Michael Buble versus Mariah Carey. When it comes to royalty of Christmas music, who gets your vote? And Caitlin, why are you going with Michael Buble? He just has a way with his voice. It's very charming. Oh, he's charming. Okay. He is. All right, and Jeff, what about uh, your thoughts on this? Buble or Mariah Carey? I was just thinking when you said Mariah Carey and Michael Buble, I thought, how, how is it that Dolly Parton's last name wasn't Buble? Fort Wayne's K105, it's Dan. We're talking about gingerbread houses, the coolest one you've ever put together or you've ever seen. What was it? There was one, and I don't remember where I saw it, but someone made a gingerbread house of Hogwarts. And it was it had like the castle turrets and all that. It was really beautiful. Oh no, kidding! I bet they spent a lot of time on that thing. Yeah, it was incredible. Coolest or the most unique gingerbread house you've ever seen, and what was it, Lois? One year when I was growing up in Angola, they opened up this old house and they had a gingerbread competition, and someone submitted a castle of Beauty and the Beast. Holy made cow! Out of gingerbread. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it obviously won first prize. <laughs> Who's got that kind of time? Yeah, it was the centerpiece of all gingerbreads. <laughs> so it was Beauty and the Beast. It was about 20 years ago. So what you're trying to say is it's a story as old as time. You got it. You got it, Dan. Exceptional. Extraordinary. Phenomenal. Outstanding. It's the K105 High Five of the Day. Being presented by Indiana Tech, today's high five goes out to students at DeKalb High School that are participating in a program called Do Good December. It's a way to encourage positivity, generosity, and kindness through things like kind notes to people, giving bus drivers and teachers different things, and writing letters to soldiers. Do Good December's goal is to teach students life skills that can't be found in a book and that will help them later in life. So... DeKalb High School students, you get today's K105 High Five of the Day. Good afternoon, it's Dan. We're talking about the the worst villain, okay, in a Christmas movie. I said your favorite villain, but maybe I should have rephrased it because it's kind of an oxymoron, right? So, the worst villain from a Christmas movie, who would you say it is? Oh, by far the worst one is the fake Santa from Bad Santa. Oh. He's bad, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's why that's the name of the movie. We're talking about the worst villain from a Christmas movie. Fred, who do you think it is, man? Oogie Boogie. From the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And he eats filled with bugs. That's what keeps him up. (laughs) Yeah, that's a disgusting scene. All right, 447-K105. Worst villain from a Christmas movie. And who gets your vote? The worst Christmas villain that I know of is Scott Vargas from A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. I can't believe nobody's called him in yet. Right? So I was looking for your toilet overflowing stories. Most of them are bad. They might be funny. And Steph, you said you were uh, at a hotel when this happened. And one of your friends went in there to use it. And then what? She comes out and she goes, you guys. I think I broke the toilet. Um, it's a little plugged. Now there's water everywhere. So I had to go down and talk to maintenance to ask them if they could come fix it. 
And they literally came up, gave us a plunger, and they're like, it'll be fine. <laughs> it was so awkward. But then our toilet like didn't flush the rest of the trip. But uh, this is more than just a toilet overflowing. It was worse. Jeff? Uh, girlfriends at her house during the summer opened up the crawl space hole, a lot of cold air blowing out. I said, that's not right. I'm in the heating air conditioning business, okay? Yeah. So I slip on the coveralls. I crawl underneath the house, get about halfway back into it. Say a few choice words to my fellow, tell her to go upstairs and flush the toilet. You got to understand it was uh, sticky, wet. I'm laying in water. She goes upstairs and flushes the toilet, and you can see the whole thing rise and fall. Um, drain had broke apart in the crawl space, and I crawled into it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I said a little bit more than that. So got it <laughs> opened up and got it working again. But uh, I told her, I said, you a man really loves a woman when he really when he's willing to crawl through crap for. Why has a bell been ringing for over seventy five years? Well, because it's a wonderful life is celebrating its seventy fifth anniversary this year. The classic movie, which was on NBC, I think it was this past weekend. It's going to be on again on Christmas Eve. Seventy five years, but there are a lot of people that have never seen it. Are you one of them, Cindy? You've never seen it. I have never ever seen it my girlfriend even gave me the dvd and i've never watched it how come she said you're gonna cry and i'm like i'm not gonna cry because i'm not gonna watch it well it's a good cry though it's it's a happy cry it's gonna make you feel good all right 447 k105 never have i ever seen the classic movie it's a wonderful life you've never watched it lexi i've never even heard of it what <laughs> okay now you have to make it your mission it's going to be on christmas eve on nbc but you know the the blu-rays out there go get it watch it you won't be disappointed i promise you all right i will do that you got a good joke you've been holding on to this is the time to spring it on everybody at 447k105 all right i promise you a punchline to this joke how did scrooge win the football game the ghost of christmas passed <laughs> Yeah, he didn't run. He pat. Okay. What is the most popular Christmas wine? I don't like Brussels sprouts. Boo! You stink! And there he is, showing up a little bit earlier in the show. All right, here we go. So, back to your dad jokes. Ladima, what's your joke? What does Santa eat for breakfast? What does Santa eat for breakfast? Frosted flakes. Frosty's not very happy about that, but... Probably not. All right, Stephen, you are up. Let's hear uh, what you got on this Dad Joke Friday, man. What is it? What do you call a snowman with a six-pack? A snowman with a six-pack. A cooler? <laughs> I don't know what. An abdominal snowman. What did Adam say on the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. All right, now on to you, the real star, 447-K105. Linda, you're up. What are the best Christmas sweaters made out of? The best Christmas sweaters. What are they made out of? Man, I don't know this one. What is it? Please, Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you got to sing that punchline. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> you don't want me to. Oh, me. come on. Feliz Navidad. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, get back to it. And uh, you're on, Cody. All right. So you know how Santa you know, rides with a sleigh during Christmas, right? Yeah. You know what he rides in the summer? I hate to ask. What? Uh, a holly... David. <laughs> His beard just blowing back through the wind, isn't it? Oh, hair and beard, everything. Santa on his holly. Four more comedians to go. Betsy, you're on stage. What do the elves use to clean Santa's sleigh? 
What did the elves use to clean Santa's sleigh? What? Sanitizer. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you make that up yourself? I didn't. I heard it from a friend. See, when they go over well, you got to claim that. If it goes over bad, then you say you blame it on a friend. All right, Kathy, step up to the mic. What do you give a Christmas tree with bad breath? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what. Ornaments. Ornaments, of course. Oh, Mr. Tree, your breath needs an ornament or two. Okay, Marlene, lay yours on us. How did Rudolph survive his first trip with Santa? How did he survive? He held on for dear life. Ah, but up, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but which deer did he hold on to? That's the burning question. All right, finish us up here, Jennifer. What's yours? Why did the snowman go to the grocery store? I don't know why. To pick his nose. <laughs> oh, that's great. We're talking about Christmas wrapping OCD. You know, you just have to have the paper just right, or there's something OCD about the way you wrap at 447K105. And Sarah, uh, there's a little bit of a disclaimer to your OCD-ness is what you're telling me. So if I start early, I'm totally OCD, but I have one and a half year old. So by the time I'm done with that, like at the end of my wrapping... I don't even care. I just throw it together. <laughs> you start to slack off a little bit towards the end. Just a little. So what do you consider OCD about the way you wrap at the initial stages of it, though? Squared lines, 45-degree angles on my end. Okay, and when you say you do them at a 45-degree angle, do you have like a protractor out there with you or something, or what? Well, I come from the profession of, of shipping, so I'm a shipper by employment. And ah, I it's, see. So it's got to be just the perfect angle. Now, Amanda... What does your husband do? Oh, my goodness. Um, so he has to line it up perfect. The item has to be perfect on there. He does the edges. It can't overlap more than so much, or he has to redo it. And then, like, the ends have to be perfect, too. And then I'm just like, by the time he even gets that far, I'm like, are we done yet? Like, <laughs> I would have been done 10 minutes ago. Let's go. Yes, the thing about it is we're all, we're all so meticulous. Some of us are meticulous, I should say, when it comes to wrapping, only to have it torn apart. Yeah, that's what I thought. But like, what's the point of making it look like it belongs in a museum when you're just going to destroy it? Podcasts by Federated Media.